We'll do a review of Lukutus Sichas Chelik Tezayin, Volume 16, the first Sicha on Beshalach. This Sicha is really a Rashi Sicha, but the Rebbe addresses a seemingly outrageous statement uh, by Rabbi Shimon, who says that uh, even the best of uh, the Goyim you should kill. And this is something which the Jewish community had to deal with throughout the history with uh, attacks being made on them. How could they say such a thing that all the best of the Goyim need to be killed? And there were various debates and various different reasons. The Rebbe is mainly uh, going to try to understand in Rashi with a lot of more questions uh, Rashi brings it down that the best of the Egyptians you should kill. Um, and the Rebbe is going to ask, uh, how does that fit uh, with... There were some good Egyptians that did good for the Jewish people. There were some... Uh, the Pasuk says that uh, even the uh, Egyptian, let's Mitzri. This is just such a very difficult statement to understand that the real issue is Rashi, which is teaching a child. Yes, everybody needs Rashi, but a child needs to understand, and he can't look into any other explanations. So there has to be a explanation which is actually within the words itself. Okay, so if this is uh, the case, the Rebbe wonders, so how come all these uh, debaters who debated the, 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 the Rabbonim didn't come up with this answer. The Rebbe will explain that this works for Rashi. That Rashi was talking about the Egyptians in that particular uh, generation who participated in the uh, negative treatment of the Yid. And the Rebbe comes up with a very interesting idea that sometimes you have uh, Goyim who maybe don't actually participate in the actual acts of atrocities, but the venom, that hatred that they carry, is like a snake. And this is actually what was taking place with the Egyptians at that time, they worked the Jewish people over so many years that the Yidden were there with such hatred so that of that generation the Rashi statement explains that the Toiv Shebe Mitzrim, even if he's the gentlest or good of the Mitzrim because they were all infested with that anti-Semitic hatred for the Yidden. But this could not be explained because the Mechilta, uh, the other, uh, the Medrashim, are basically clearly not only referring to that particular generation, they were talking about generals, so they're the general community, so that's why there was these challenges. And the Rebbe is going to speak a lot of more details and also give us a, a lesson from all this. But let's look inside. Ois Aleph. So this is when 
Pare was chasing uh, the Bnei Yisrael uh, when they were at the Yamsuf, uh, when he changed his mind after they left Egypt. So it says that he took the 600 chosen carriages. And of course, these carriages, the Rechem Bokhar had horses to them, etc. So Zog Chazal in Nechilta. So the Chazal, I've saved the blessed memory, saying the Mechilta, as where the question becomes, where were all these animals that were leading these carriages? Because we know that through the previous plagues, all the animals were destroyed. So the Mechilta says, as the behemoth, the animals that Pare used for the 600 carriages came from where? Zainan Given, they came from Fundimikna Shaheni Sayores Dvar Hashem. From those cattle that those who feared Hashem's word, and they chased them into shelter. As we learned earlier in Ba'era and Posik Yud, says that those who feared Hashem they chased their animals into shelter because the the Kriyas, Rashi points out, they were only on the mikna that was in the field. So, therefore, uh, they were sheltered and they were saved. So here we see that these people that were afraid when Hashem said that He will bring the Shekhin and they went and they chased the and they chased away the animals and still here they participate in chasing after the yidden because those were the horses that or the animals that were part were leading those carriages were connected to those horses to those animals. So Mikan So from here Reb Shimon says the best of the Gentiles kill, the best of the snakes, crush their brain. So, this is the statement in the Mechilta. So the Rebbe asks, It's known the question that is asked on the statement, how could we possibly say as the Torah is and that the Torah should rule that you should kill even somebody who's good amongst the Gentiles this goes against what's right and fair this is not correct so this is the question on this thing of their kasha on this question, but this is going to lead up to see. But how does Rashi deal with this issue? But first, we're bringing down the Rebbe about the general question from the Mechilta. So, on this question, many and many answers were given. The Rebbe will mention a few of them. And the Rebbe will explain later on how those answers do not fit in Rashi. 
And the Rebbe says, Ubefrat, especially these debates, there was, were answers in the Vikuchim, in those debates was Gedoyle Yisrael, the great amongst the Yidn. The Jewish leaders on Gefirt Mitzoyne Yisrael with Jew haters, the Meshach Hadoyres throughout the generations. And the Rebbe brings down the parentheses, the Vikuchim, Vasod Gefirt Rabbi Yechil Mi Paris, the debates that was led by Rabbi Yechil from Paris, from the Gedoyle Bale HaToysus, he was with the great of the authors of the Toysus, bees the Riseino Achrenim till our generation. So the question is this statement is not a statement that is uh, reasonable. Seems not reasonable. So how do we explain that? But we'll see the main issue that the Rebbe has is with Rashi. Because Rashi gives you a very similar interpretation. And Rashi doesn't talk about Goyim, but Rashi talks specifically about Mitzrim, that the Mitzrim, the best of the Mitzrim, you should kill. So let's look inside. Base. Rashi, too, in his commentary on the Torah, places himself on these words. Is He quotes the words and all the Egyptian carriages, and he's mafarish, and he explains as in mechilta, as in mechilta, umeheichin hoyu habehemus alolu. Where did these behemus come from? Im teima michel mitzrim. If you're going to say they came from the Egyptians, are nemar? But the pasuk already says vayomos in pasuk peritas pasuk vav vayomos kol mikne mitzrayim. All the cattle of the Egyptian died. And if you're going to say it was the Jewish, but the Jewish cattle, uh, but it says that also our cattle will go with us. So when the Jews left, they took along their cattle. So the answer is, says Rashi, whose were they? From those who feared the words of Hashem. As we learned earlier that those who feared the haha, the words of Hashem, had sheltered and had their animals in shelters and they were saved. So here you see these Egyptians who were Yorivar Hashem and yet they gave their animals, Mekan Hoyerab Shimon, to go chase after the Yidden. Mekan Hoyerab Shimon Eimer. So Hoyerab Shimon says from here, you see very clearly that kosher. That even if you have a proper one, a fitting, a good one amongst the Egyptian, kill, and you have the best of the snake, still crushes brain, the brain of the snake. He asks, how could Rashi bring down such a strong statement without explaining why? And on top of that, that in Rashi's we in the in the Chumash we find before that there were some nice Egyptians. They did they helped Abram, they helped uh, Yaakov when he came there, and especially when the Ben Chumash will learn later on in the Chumash, we say we cannot totally reject the Egyptians. So, how does this fit with the statement that Rashi brings down over here that even the best of the Egyptian you should kill? 
So the Rebbe is lechayin gamzon itfarshtamik, so it's totally not understood. Chotz Peter Shrash. The Rebbe is going to say now. Uh, Rashi needs to make sense also to a child who is five years old. While Rashi has and gives explanation also to the adults, uh, even to great amongst Israel, but still first and foremost, Rashi needs to also make sense to the child. So this has to be so obvious that even a child knows that. So the Rebbe is going to explain now that this needs to be made sense. In the next paragraph, the Rebbe is going to spend uh, explaining how Rashi needs to make sense for a child. Chodsh Pidush Rashi is gemeint, even though Rashi's commentary is intended when the darfs and and needs to come out to Rashi. I feel like God will be Israel. Even a great amongst Israel needs to come to Rashi to understand to Rashi's commentary. And the Rebbe proves that Rashi is not only for Aben Chomesh for children, Rashi is for the God will be Israel. The proof is from Aloha. The Aloha is, was the far is the Psak Din. That's why the ruling has been given. The ruling of the Aloha is, as far as two times that we have to do the Chumash in one translation uh, every week, with Aloha is, you do two times the Pesach one Targum. So the Halacha brought down is that as Yore Shamayim, Yikra Targum, Begam Pirush Rashi. You should read Targum and also Pirush Rashi. So you see clearly the adult is reading the Rashi as well. There's issues if he can be Yitzhak with Rashi already or not in Altar of Shachonoruch without Targum, but certainly the Yore Shamayim should read also Pirush Rashi, meaning that Pirush Rashi is for the adults. It's bigger at film all, however. So and notwithstanding that Rashi is also comments for an adult, but as we spoke many times, Pirush Rashi of Chumash, Rashi's commentaries on the Chumash, sugepast, it fits, unfarshtamik, and it's understood, oich also, for Aben Chumash Lemikra, for one who's five years old learning Chumash. Uninan oifun, and it's so understood, as to farshtam shutesh el mikra lamitosi, that for him to for the child to understand the simple meaning of the verse. Truly, he does not need to come on to other commentaries and so on. He should be able to learn it from Rashi itself. Rashi Rashi gives him everything in the simple explanation. There's nothing lacking, nothing missing, and there's nothing extra. Al-Asar, on the place, wherever you need it, Rashi tells you there. That's sometimes, or other in the Pirush Rashi, sometimes it's the commentaries that Rashi gave that he had studied earlier. But either earlier or now, it has to be there. So, what's the story with this commentary? Since the above mentions surprise, how could we say, how, could, how is this justice to say you kill everybody, even the good ones? Is that Ibn This is something which is on the surface, very, uh, very in your face. You can see right away is the question. This is something which arouses even by the five year old. Five year old will also ask the question 
it's not fair, it's not right to go and kill even the kosher uh, of the Egyptian. How does Rashi quote this statement of Reb Shimon? Kosher Shem Mitzrayim Harik, that the kosher must the Egyptian kill. Nitzugem Medig the Baikin Shubir, without adding any explanation, but it's an answer if they're to me on this surprise. And further, Rebbe is going to ask, we actually find in the Chomish that some Egyptians treated the Jews right, and we also find that uh, it doesn't seem like we're supposed to kill all the Egyptians. No Shmeris. The Ben Chomish, it's even more difficult. The Ben Chomish, the five year old, has already learned earlier. As when Avram Avinu is given a Mitzrayim, that after when Avram Avinu was in Egypt, Havpari made to be given to Avram. So Pari did good to Avram, and he sent them away from their Midekavone with the intention to protect him and sorrow from anything bad happening to them. So you see, an Egyptian was there protecting them. Nochmer. Even more than this. Nochmer even more than this, he studied, he learned. Bishas Yaakov, born of when Yaakov and his son, at the time that Yaakov and his son came to settle in Egypt, so then Pare himself, out of his own will, forgelegged, he suggested to settle them in in the best place of the land. Pare came up with this offer to settle Yaakov, the best place of the land. To the extent that this settling is in such a way with the Pasuk that sailed, the Pasuk relates, they held on to it and they were fruitful and they increased very much. So, how could you say that the kosher ones of the Egyptians you should kill? When we find as a zani given as alchemitzrim, there were such Egyptians, was of mizrbat soygun tziidin vezdarv tzayin who treated the Jews properly as they should. Mizegilab b'shalom b'shalva, they lived in peace and tranquility with them. Va'adrabe, not only did they live in peace, but made to give and they did good for them. Mechulu, how could we say that we should kill the kosher shem b'mitzrayim? So this is taking into consideration what we know till now. But when the child is going to go further, he's going to be having even more problems. By Ben Chomesh, this, by the five-year-old, this contradiction will be even sharper than Ervet Lemen when he's going to study Parshish Tetzi. The portion of Tetzi, where there is a very specific Command, the Pasuk says clearly, don't despise the Egyptian. That just to despise the Egyptian, there is already prohibition. So, of course, you can't kill him if you're not allowed to despise him. And then there's another problem. If it is the case that the kosher one amongst the Egyptians you have to kill, we came a mekayim zayin demhem shachakos of the earth. How would we be able to 
fulfill the continuing part of the Pasig there, the Torah says that after the third generation, third Shlishi, that this third generation of the Egyptian, Yovel Emrechal Hashem can come into the Jewish community, can intermarry. So, the fact, you have to kill him. Now, he's a kosher one, he's coming to join the Jewish community, but we just said that even if a kosher one, you're supposed to kill him. Emes. Asdos vos erkumtzich. Let it be, let it's true that he's coming to convert. That means that he's a kosher one amongst the Egyptians. But Rav Shimon says, however, even the kosher of the Egyptians should kill. Since this is the case that we don't understand, since we have this problem, when we come to the Parshish Kitzetze, okay. Now, not now. So Rashi should explain it over there. In Parshas Teitzay, over there to tell you why. Uh, how are we going to convert the Egyptian when you have to kill him, or how could we say that we have to kill him when the Torah says don't despise him? And we don't find the commentary in Rashi. Ice Gimbal, the Rebbe will explain why we can't answer. Um, maybe. Some people try to say that when uh, we're saying over here the best of the Egyptian, we're talking about during a time of war. There's actually a version in the Sofrim, in the Mesech uh, Sofrim, that it says, so during a time of war, but we're not talking about then you kill the Egyptians, the, the Rashi is talking about. But we're not talking about when it's not war. But the Rebbe says that that would not fit in the Rashi's simple Pirush, because Rashi is trying to learn out Mikan for other places, other to know. From here we can learn. We're not talking about just this case that they deserved it over here. It's Mashma from Rashi that we're trying to give you a lesson from here, also to other cases. Look inside. One of the answers which we find in many of the Sephardim is in Mesechta Seifri, is that in the Mesechta Seifri, is the Girsa, the version is over there, that the good ones among the Akum during the time of war kill. Those was men make this that we are permitted, other medarf, or you need to. How to get an afilat of Shabakum, even a good one amongst the nation is those Gizogivon. That was only said, not Bishas Mohamma, meet Eden only during the time of war with the Yid. Obernitan and under Matzah, but not in a other situation. Funit Mohamma, when there's no war. Mokoski Bishas Shalman, definitely when it's time of peace. So all these uh, questions that the, 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 the Rebbe brought down, this is not a surprise in the Psukim, they're not talking about war. War is a different story. story. So the way they answered the general answer is that we could have perhaps interpreted that Rashi means that too. When does Rashi mean that he says that you should 
kill the kosher of the Egyptian when they're coming to wage war with the Jewish people. Vorum, das was the yodi as dvar Hashem is damuk Why is the one who feared the words of Hashem punished and they also died? Is as for and that took place when the Mitzrim they had chased the Jews to wage war with them at the Yamsub. So that was the time that these kosher or these Yoris Varashem died. It was in a war situation. And therefore, maybe that's what Rashi means, but not the general rule. We can, however, not learn this in Rashi's commentary, which is the simple, the literal path of, of understanding. While Mikan Shimon Oimer, when we say that is from here, Rav Shimon said, that from here we're learning basically what takes place with a Kosher Shabbimitzrayim meant. It means Aleph. As fundament learned men up with Andershu that we're learning from here to another situation, and that's why it's mikan we learn. And base and number two learn is from mikan, but from this, from them, vayikach rechev mitzrayim. When you look at the story, it says that they took the chariots of mitzrayim, and we're from them basirum from them nemen from this story. That they took these carriages. The Baal adds there. So you see that here you have the one who feared Hashem and still gave the carriages. The Baal as the Yodes Dvar Hashem from the Mitzrim. The one who feared the words of Hashem of the Egyptians. Gave his animals to Pari. Is to leave them. And because of this, is a verb given, the Mainish. He deserved the punishment for the Abish the Rotafim Gibrach Bishas Kriyas Yamsu. What Hashem brought upon him Kriyas Yamsu, which is the punishment of Arayig, from this that they, Yoridvar Hashem, gave their animals. So we see that they, they deserve Misa Arayig. This means we're not giving him Misa because he's waiting war now. This haste as English Misa, Hatim Gikumen. The punishment of death deserved not because he actually was in a situation of war. Just because that alone was the fact that he gave these animals to Pari with the bad intent before the time of war. So it's not that you're killing them at the they get deserved because they came to war. You are doing it for what they did before the war. Before Pare and the Egyptians they entered into war with you. So you see that it's not only in the time of war. We are saying that even before the war they deserve their punishment of haroig because of their giving the animals. So therefore, we still need to understand how could we say something like that? 
that even in a case where they're not uh, part of it, or and we're learning it for other situations, uh, that a mitzvah should be harig, you should put to death. The Rebbe Nois Dalad further debates and says, maybe we can still try and say that this is also considered during war, preparing for war, giving the animals for war. And the Rebbe brings down also other answers, but the Rebbe's main point over here is that the other answer is that Rashi should have added these uh, specific words and explanation, either saying that it's Bishas Mulchama or according to the other places. So the Rebbe at the end of the day, doesn't think that this is really Pshat and Rashi because uh, Rashi would have written clearly and this is not the style of Pshutish Mikra. So, we will be left with the question, why does Rashi just bring us such an outrageous statement and doesn't explain what it means? So let's look at Nois Dalet. Even if one will say, that even when they took to wage war later on, which means that when he took these carriages from Egypt, in, uh, this was before they started chasing. So at that point, even though it wasn't, but since you're taking it, you're taking it with you to go and run and to wage war, this is still meant when we say that during the war, uh, that's a, a different story. That would be uh, the same as Mesecha Sofrim brings down before, that it's still called during the war. But there's other main reason. Cannot say Rashi means that it's during the time of the war that you should kill. Because, as Rebbe will argue, that Rashi needs to be clear for a child. And this is the main point, that it's during the war. If that's what Rashi means, Rashi should have said it. Because I said earlier, that Rashi wrote his commentary, also for a five-year-old. And the river is, and therefore is, as mentioned earlier, Everything that is necessary, the simple meaning of the verse. Rashi read it simply and very clearly. And therefore, if Rashi really meant that this rule of Rab Shimon, that the kosher of Mitzrayim is only in the time of the war, he should kill him. He would have, these words, he would have brought down explicitly in his commentary. He would have said, Bishas Muhammad. Um Voltsar lost, and he would not rely as the Ben Chomish, that the five-year-old Vetzuchan, he's gonna search. Until he will find out Zain Rashi's Kavone, Rashi's intent in Besakta Sefrim. That's where he's gonna find out. Ubefrat, especially as Lloyd Dan Tirutz. According to this answer, is the time of war is a major 
that's a, a major condition. It's not just a stipulation that it has to be during the war. So, why would Rashi omit such an important part, uh, that uh, condition, if Rashi really means that? My timer, and the Rebbe says also, he's going to bring down three other interpretations, and all three of them, the Rebbe is going to say is very hard, not three other reasons that are answering this question that is brought down, and say that in Rashi it's very difficult to say that this is what Rashi meant. My time for that reason, because Rashi teaches for a Ben Chomish Lemikra, is Eichshver Einzelan, and it's also difficult to interpret the Andere Tirutsim, the other answers was very Gebracht in Svarim, which are brought in this forum. brings here a sampling of three other answers that are brought down. And, um, and the dogma. And the gives an example, the brackets here. Number one, Aleph. Uh, one answer is that the Pirush is not like we're saying that you kill the Egyptian, but Koshesh Mitzrayim Haroik says kill. So it's it's a different, uh, totally different meaning in Rashi. Not we should kill the Koshesh Mitzrayim, but that the Koshesh Mitzrayim is the one that announces Haroik. That's why they went chasing after the Yid. So that Pirush for Abshimus clown main nit as the kosher of Mitzrayim doesn't mean that the kosher Mitzrayim is ver derenish from Aroig that he deserves the punishment of Aroig. Nor afilu a kosher Mitzrayim, even if you're talking about a kosher of the Egyptian, of the Egyptian is azav azoktaroig. He says kill. What does it mean that he says kill? So we say b'shas handeltzich ve'gemishpetu nachoyte. So when we're dealing about, we have to judge a sinner, in which we suspect that he's murdered, is even as something who, one who is a kosher of the Egyptian, he's ready to uh, judge, to conclude his judgment for death. On relying from blois and umduna, just relying on estimation, a judgment call, on without proper investigation, on without looking for uh, merits, excuses, by Eden, as opposed to by Eden. So the goy mitzrim is haroik says haroik. By a yid, is there say there? By us, it's a different order. By us, we say that when the community, the best in judges, then they need to find a way to save the person. That's the first you have to find the zechos when you can. First you need to have witnesses and warning. You can't go by estimation. You can't go by judgment call. You must find uh, merits and try to find a, uh, an excuse for the one who has been judged. So that's what's meant. That's one interpretation to in the meaning of Reb Shina. This doesn't really sit well in the simple meaning of Rashi. That's why the Rebbe is not going to accept that. Another answer that we find, it's an exaggeration. We're not really mean literally killed the Egyptians. Base. It was only said in a way of a, an exaggeration. This will be similar to the commentary in the Hemshech von Shimon's Maimer. In the continuation of the statement of Shimon, that's not brought down in the Rashi, but 
the mechilta in the mesechta sofrim. We are in mesechta sofrim. Mesechta sofrim. There's a follow-up over there. It says hakshera shabin noshim balas kshofim. The most righteous, the kosher one of the women, is involved with sorcery. It's a machsheva. Well, vos chaz v'shalom to zogn. This is God forbid to say if a bas sorer rivka rochav aleya, and a daughter who is a daughter of sorer rivka rochav aleya, unoch hakshedish bema. We're talking about the most kosher one amongst them, as is a balas kshofim, that she's a master of kshofim of. Of sorcery. So, what is the meaning over there? It's said in a way of an exaggeration. To Madgizain, in order to emphasize, trying to emphasize over here, in them how much you need to be cautioned about sorcery, even as it connects to the kosher among the women. So, that's just trying to tell you how much we need to be careful of sorcery. So that means it's an exaggeration. When it says the kosher amongst the Egyptians kill, as those may need keep shooting, it doesn't mean literally. This is only an exaggerated, strong emphasis. To the extent that we cannot uh, trust the Egyptians, how can you cannot lie to them? That was another third answer because that was specifically for the time of Rabbi Shimon. They suffered a lot of troubles and bad decrees from the enemies of the Jewish people. So he just expressed on uh, that time towards those who expressed this kind of hatred for Yidden, but not all uh, Goyim and not. Uh, uh, a general, including everybody. So, Gimel, in the Zeit of Reb Shimon, during the time of Reb Shimon, the Jews suffered many troubles, Ugzedes and decrees from Sayyidina Yisrael, from the enemies of the Jewish people. It was them that Reb Shimon meant with his statement, even the kosher one amongst the Egyptians killed. Because they had shown an oftenest sina, an open hatred to Eden, to the Jews. Similar to a snake, which is mentioned immediately following, was his full with gift, which is full with poison. But he doesn't mean generally all goyim. And even not the Egyptian. The proof to this is we find Many statements of our sages of blessed memory was I in Madgish. They emphasize Vidar Ebishter Hatrachmonas Gahat Ev Dimitzrim, as Hashem had uh, compassion for the Egyptian. Nochmer is dos boilet, and even more, this is very stands out in them Tamay from Tzivui, in the reason on the command Lois Saiv Mitzri, do not despise the Egyptian, Kigera Yisubarze, because you were a. Uh, a dweller, a temporary dweller, a ger, in his land. So what Rebbe says, Odi Pirushim, all these common interpretations, v'chol kayetzebahem, and all similar to them, ishver ein pirush Rashi, it's difficult to interpret them in Rashi's commentary, v'al v'baldze ligenisht, since they do not 
uh, come uh, in Pashtus Hamashmos in the uh, they don't fit into the simple meaning from the verse of Rashi brings in the words that Rashi brings down Kosher Shebi Mitzrayim Hareg that the Kosher Mitzrayim Hareg had Rashi Gedarf Tzuloi Converter to Mevarzai in the main Rashi should have if Rashi means any of the above add words. Uh, to explain what he means, the main from kosher what he means when he says that the kosher amongst the Mitzrayim killed. Since Rashi does not do that, nor is Maitik nor the He only quotes these few uh, words that Rav Shimon says as they are stated in the Mechilta. Musman onemen. Therefore, we must. Uh, except as the beer from them leaked that the explanation in it lies in Rav Shimon's in the words of Rav Shimon himself. Azoi as Rashi that Rashi does not have to add if it's for answering the kasha to answer this question. Even not for a fibro. In Ois Hey, the Rebbe is gonna ask that. If we've just suggested that it must be so simple and that Rashi doesn't even have to explain it, it's self-understood just by the statement, if that would be the case, then how come all these great debaters and the rabbis uh, didn't uh, use that simple explanation that we say Rashi has? So basically, we'll have to say that uh, for Ben Chomish Mikra in the Pasik is one thing, and the way it's learned for uh, the general uh, means different, and they couldn't have used it. That Rebbe will explain. Let's look inside. Hey, for them, Alam Kutman to the Grester Tamiya. We come to the greatest surprise in the Minyan. Naniach, let's even say. As Rashi, that you are going to answer Rashi. Pina, from every side and corner, we will explain Farvos by Ben Chomish. Why by a five-year-old is to begin with? It's totally understood. and it's very smooth. This saying of that the kosher amongst the Egyptians kill. But the question is on the other side. How is it possible? So that for many centuries, for many generations, the great amongst Israel were uh, uh, very hard, worked hard to answer this question. And they weren't satisfied with this explanation that Rashi has for a five-year-old. This is really troubling. On one hand, we're saying, what's the explanation in Rashi? And if there is an explanation, how come nobody used this one? You can't say, maybe, Rashi's answer is only for a child because he only grasps it, but not... Uh, a good answer for somebody who's an adult, that's not, we're not going to teach a child something which is not true. This is for sure. As those that entered in the child of Ben Chomish, 
that this is not meant to answer the question of a five-year-old we're explaining something what he can grasp according to his understanding. But it's not really the true reason, the real explanation. The real explanation he's going to find, he will first find it in this forum that mentioned before when he's going to become an adult. You can't say that. God forbid to say, as Rashi learned that Rashi is teaching a five year old not according to the truth. Nor For sure, Rashi means here uh, the reason and the true explanation. It is so obvious as Rashi does need not to add anything on the language of the Mechilta. Even for the five year old. On the Idoch, but on the other hand, and then, on the other hand, we did not use this explanation that we say Rashi uses in all of the debates, in all of the uh, all of the debates. So now, in Oizvav, the Rebbe is going to ask some additional questions on the Rashi specifically. The first, up till here, we were discussing the general concept. What is how does this uh, make uh, fit logically that you should uh, kill the, even the kosher of the Mitzrayim, the whole give and take, as the Rebbe discussed. But now the Rebbe is going to more specifically concentrate on the Rashi itself, ask first three uh, general questions on the Rashi, and then the Rebbe is going to go into uh, four general questions, and then the Rebbe is going to go into some more details. So, um, and... So first, the Rebbe wants to know, We also need to understand Aleph, number one. I mean, Rashi is not just telling us halachas, uh, that you have to kill a mitzri, that you have to uh, crush the brain of a nochosh. So why, why does Rashi even have to bring this down Mikan, this whole thing. Aleph. Pirush Rashi is nitkin safer to paskin and halochas. Rashi's commentary is not a safer to rule laws, nor to mefarish zayin dem pshat v'diksubim, just to explain the simple meaning of the psukim, of the verses. Tovosis bechlal negeya, so why is it at all uh, important to know, why is it connect in Pirush HaKsuvim when we're trying to explain the psukim, tzarobrengen to bring down this quote from the Mechilta, that from here Rabbi Shimon said, why do we need, Rashi has a problem. In order to answer the question, why does Rashi have to bring down So to answer that question, is for that would be sufficient to Zogun. As is any given, that they were from those that were afraid of the word of Hashem, and they did shelter their animals, and that's how they got the the uh, animals to pull the carriages. but not more. Why is it important to tell us that from here, Rav Shimon learns that the best of the Mitzrayim, Harik, kill, um, and especially now the Rebbe asks. And 
even if Rashi needs to say, why does he have to say the end? Haroig. He can just say that how did they get it? Because even the 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 the, 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 the trusted of the of the the kosher of the mitzvah we can't trust. But why do we have to say what the punishment is that he gets haroig for that? Even if Rashi needs to answer, as that also the one who feared for Hashem and sheltered his animals, when Hashem warned that it's going to be the plague, he was not, he wasn't good. Because he has to answer the question, how is it possible that somebody who fears Dvar Hashem should give the animals to conduct a war with Yid? So, maybe that's what Rashi says. You're going to tell me that's what Rashi says. Oh, you can't trust them because here you see that, you know, there are Mitzri, but even the Kosher Shabbat is not good. But, you don't have to still say it's still not smooth. Why is it important to know the conclusion that he deserves the punishment of killing? Seems to be not important to answer anything. Gimel, number three. What's the whole story about Rashi brings down about the best of the snakes? Crush the the, the the brain, but what does it got to do with anything? Gimel, the Hemshir we see the continuation, the conclusion of the Rashi. That the best of the snakes crush their brain. So it seems that it has totally no connection to the meaning of our pasuk. Why do we need to know the second part that the last part that the Best of the snakes crush their brain. Dalit. Vos darf von oplernen mikan. Why do we bechlal need this pasuk to tell us about the snake? From here you see, it's it's not something that we need to learn. It's something which is clearly in the pasuk. As toivshim benachoshim ritzaytzus meicha. We're learning over here that the best of the snakes crush the brains. Is doch. Mikra Moladibrakosov. There is a actually a very full verse that the Posik says, Beiva Oshis bin Khogoimer, I will make a hatred between you and the snake, who Yeshufcha Rosh. That he, the person that was saying to the Nochosh, that the man will crush his head. So it's already says in the Posik. Why do we need to learn out Mikat? So these are issues in this Drosha that Rashi brings down. That first of all, why do we need Bechlal to bring down the Dereb Shimon over here? And why do we need to bring down the uh, end of the punishment that is Haroik? What do we need to bring down about the snake? What has that got to do with anything? And also the fact that the Pesach says Mikan, when this is something which... The Pasik says. So in seven, Isaiah, the Rebbe is going to ask a few more specific questions on this Rashi.
there's more uh, questions over here that we can ask in this Rashi. Number one. For what reason does Rashi quote here also the name who is the author of this statement, Rabbi Shimon? As we said, spoken many times, Montes Rashi Nordan, Rashi only mentions it when it does his massive beer in Zaimpirush, when it adds explanation to his commentary. So, why does Rashi say Reb Shimon? Number two, by Kosher Sheb Mitzrayim, when he says the kosher of the Egyptian, Zokta the Mlosh Naharig, say kill. Rashi uses Loshin by the best of the snakes, Ritzaitzitz Moichi, crush his brain, doesn't say kill. Gimel, number three. When Rashi does say crush, Rashi should have said, crush his head. That would fit with the language of the Pasuk, the quoted before, that man will crush your head. As the Pasuk says, the heads of the Leviathan you've crushed. It's the Pasuk in Tilam. And the question number four, Dalit, finally is, what is the diuk mikan? Rashi says, from here, Rabbi Shimon Eimechulam. This comes to exclude as mekanas in Toplan and Mokam Achar, mikan. This is something that from here we learned it, and not from another place. So these are all the issues, the Rashi, and now starting with Oisches, we'll start with the exploration. In Oisches, in Oisches, the Rebbe is going to explain that the punishment of these Egyptians, of the Yorid Var Hashem, did not come because they were participating and chasing after the Jewish people, because... Hashem has already told earlier, That wouldn't be the reason for punishing them like that. So we have to say that the reason that they were punished was because generally, even these Yoreh Dvar Hashem, Rashi is surprised, why would... Why would they get punished? We can't say the punishment consists just of this last act, that they were chasing after the Bnei Yisrael, after they left uh, Mitzrayim, because that was totally done by Hashem. That would not uh, result in that punishment. It must mean that this is a continuation of the general punishments in which all the Egyptians and uh, so... Rashi surprised, but these were Yorid Var Hashem, so it seems like they were better, so why would they get punished for the past uh, like that? And and therefore Rashi has to bring down Rabbi Shimon to answer that. So that's how the Rebbe is. The Rebbe introduces first the question, why does Rashi really bring down just the way the language is from the Torah's Kahanim, that Mitzrayim, it doesn't say Bishas Milchama. And the Rebbe answers because Take, 
this wasn't because of the Muhammad. This had to do with Mitzrayim before. And what's the reason? Because of Mekanim and Shimon, because there was a certain hatred that accumulated from before. Let's look inside. Oistes. Oistes. In order to explain this concept, this idea, we need to introduce a general question. That one can ask in this commentary of Rashi. It would seem, the version as it states in the Mesechta Sofrim, that over there it says the best of the Goyim. And it adds the word bishas milchama during the time of war. You kill, so that should be That should sort of be fitting also in the literal sense of the pasuk. Since the Egyptians came to wage war with the Yidden, and also that the fact that Hashem punished the Egyptian is given in an oifen. Hashem punished them by war, in a way of war. With the pasuk zokt, Hashem yilochem lachem. God will wage war for you. Hashem nilchem lachem goimer. Hashem is fighting for them. The Egyptians said. So we see, everything here was in a way of war. So, if we should be talking about war, that would be easier to understand. So even a five-year-old understands as when you're waging war with an enemy, then you cannot separate, distinguish between those are kosher from the from the other side during the time of the war. So it would be easier to understand. So why does Rashi not choose uh, to say like the Masechta Seferim? So in that case, is the Adrab a glatter from the Girsu was Rashi bring? That seems to be smoother than the version that Rashi brings from the Mechilta. I said Tereskani before in the Mechilta, where states Stam, where it says plain Kosher Shem doesn't say that it's the time of Muhammad. Was Aleph, this, what does that do? Why does it make it more difficult to understand? Does mean to yeder Zeit by That means at all times and all circumstances. But this is the Gamri This is totally the opposite of what's justice and what's fair. And base and number two, those is Matgish that emphasize that the Yorez Dvar Hashem, that the one who feared Hashem far, that the only reason why he deserved death was for to Pari, because he gave the animals to Pari, Kinal Gimel. So why would why would Rashi say that instead of saying Taka like the Tay Masechta Seferim bring down that uh, it was a time of war? But the Rebbe says no. That's not a question because the time of war was not what they got punished for. That was by Hashem. So therefore, we have to say that they got punished for what behavior of before, not for that act that they did now. But in the Amazon, it does kinkushin it. In truth, this is not a question. In Derech Abshat is farstandik. In the path of simple, uh, it's understood as the nest from Kriyas Yamsuf, 
that the miracle of splitting of the sea, and the killing those who were chasing them, the Egyptians that were chasing them, is it didn't come just just because they chased the Diyin after the Jews, and they waged war with them. There couldn't be that's the only thing, because the Pasuk says clearly, as the Rebishter Gizokt Moshe, the Hashem said to Moshe, Vichizakti, that I will harden his heart. So in the Pasuk later on, it says, that Hashem hardened his heart of Pari and he chased. Since the chasing came because of Hashem's hardening, Pari's heart, so they don't deserve a punishment for that. So, Rashi knows that that's not the case. But this was rather a, a continuation from the Allah Freer Dikemakis from the all the above Makis. Was the Rebishter and Gebracht of the Mitzrayim of the Mitzrayim? He brought it on the Egyptians. To leave them was him. They didn't get panicked because of they tortured the Yid, the Meshabit given and enslaved them. The Meshech Azoy fill Yorim for so many years. Unals Obshlus. So as a finish from the Allah Makis with the Rebishter. To complete all these punishments, Hashem brought the greatest punishment, the Nes from Kriyas Yamsuf, the miracle of splitting of the sea. Nobody remained, not even one. So that was the final, but it was the finality for everything that they did before, not for this. This is not something that was uh, punishable for, because that was done by Hashem who hardened their heart. That's why Rashi cannot bring the version of Mesech Tesofrim as Nor Bishas Mulchoma. That only the time of Mulchoma, Darfan Hargin and Afila Tevshub Akum, that you need to kill a Tevshub Akum at that time when it's war. Because this was not killing them during because of the war. The Posik made Nish to Zogun. Adredifa umilchoma from the Mitzrim is given the sibuf zel umkum by soif. By soif, it's not the pasuk is not intending to say that it's the running and the chasing after the and the war of the Egyptians that was their reason for their dying at the end. No, that's not what the pasuk is talking about. Uh, they died because of everything they did before, because that that act itself didn't didn't deserve that. So since that is the case, that they're getting punished because of what they did before, but it doesn't seem like all the Egyptians were equal in what they did before, because there was a Yorei Dvar Hashem. So what about him? Why would he be punished for the actions of enslaving the Yidden? And this what Rashi says, the Farab Shimon, that even while they were enslaving Yidden, even the Yorei Dvar Hashem, meaning that the best of the Egyptians enslaved and was part of that poison of the Egyptian. This is what explains in Oistes. Like them is moving like this, for according to this it's understood, why Rashi needs to bring it down? This halacha that Shimon says, Although the Rashi's commentary is not a book of laws, as the Rebbe asked before, why does Rashi have to bring this down to begin with? So, 
He says, but from them, was Rashi zokt as this, was Zainin given, Yoris Dvar Hashem. Rashi says that those that were fearing the word of Hashem, hoping he gave Zayde Behemus to Padre, they gave their animals to Padre, is moving. So it's understood as Oich Zay Zainin given by Kriyas Yamsuf. They too were by Kriyas Yamsuf. And the horror goes through over here that this is actually the fact because Pari drew them, they went along. So even the Dvar Hashem, it's not just that they gave the realm, but they were actually there as well. Uh, as the Rebbe discusses in Ha'ara 42. And therefore, since they were there, they were punished together with the other Egyptians. When everybody uh, drowned, that included them. So further, so therefore we we have uh, we're perplexed. We need to understand this. How could it be? How does it uh, happen that even the one who feared the word of Hashem is umgikumen by Kriyas Yamsuf? He died at the splitting of the sea together to glaich equal midivozayn nitkiven yorigem with those that we did not fear with the posik zokt nobody remained. Just because they offered their animals, uh, they died as well, but it doesn't say that the chasing that they did, that was by Hashem, we said already. But now their punished is for what they did before. Before it only seems that Yorid Hashem, they gave their animals. How could they uh, all be equal? The Rebbe explains. If we would say that they died because they were chasing and they were part of the war, then it would be uh, okay why they deserve the punishment. And Rashi doesn't need to uh, explain that uh, at all. Then, in other words, without the Rebbe's introduction, Telling you that they can't get punished for the chasing now because that was done by Hashem. Hashem hardened the heart. But without that idea, uh, if they participated, uh, we would not, not need Reb Shimon. We don't need an explanation. He doesn't need to answer anything. It's okay. We bowed over. But since we're saying as Nidder Yogun, no, they're not yogun. He's given the siba. It's not the chasing that was the cause. It's very to verstein, so it's difficult to understand. Pavos der einish is given. Oich oiv divazayin given yoret varashem. How come the punishment also apply to those that were yoret varashem? Why do they get? They fear the varashem. So why would they get such a punishment? Ubefrat as the ben chomish hashengi learned. The ben chomish learned. Uh, that sometimes the righteous one have the power to protect the evil one, like by Zdoim. So we would expect the Yorid Hashem should actually turn the uh, tide and protect maybe the even the other Egyptians. And here we're seeing not only did they not protect, they died themselves and they were Yorid Hashem. He learned in the section of Zdeim Vameira. As Oib Dorten Volten Zergifunen Bloys, nine ten tzadikim, there are only nine, or ten tzadikim, as the Pasik says, the counting Hashem also as the tenth. Volten Zeinit Nor Alengiratik Varsal. Not only would they be saved themselves, nor Zeir Schuz, Volt Making Given, but their 
merit would have protected if alle Einwohner von Seerstadt and all inhabitants of their city. Und da ist given Punkt der Hepech, and here is just the opposite. Nicht nur haben sie, not only, von Zug von Jerez war Hashem, these who were the fearing Hashem, this category, nicht making even Zerat von die anderen mit Zerayim von Kloya, they did not protect to save the other Egyptians from destruction, they too weren't protected. So this requires explanation. How come basically the Yorid Varashem, who only what they did was give their animals, how could they be in the same category, they all died? So that's why Rashi brings down to the Shimon and say, no, 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 they weren't such innocent. Notwithstanding the fact they were Yorid Varashem, but their hatred was just the same. The far bring Rashi the Maimir for Rabbi Shimon. That's what Rashi brings now, not to bring halachas, but to explain, to explain this, that they bring the Maimir Rabbi Shimon, the statement of Rabbi Shimon. From here we see that that the best of the Egyptian kill and the best of the snakes crush their brain. In order to uh, explain, as the Rainish from the Mirei, that the punishment for those who feared is not given to leave them alone. It wasn't just for this, because he gave the animals to Parin. Why was there such a severe punishment for the one who feared? That is evidence as I given the behemoth. So that tells us that when he gave the animals, that's a result of that one's hatred to the Jews, in that is in which he is equal to other Egyptians. This venomous and poisonous hatred, similar to a snake, was hot. This convinced and persuaded all Egyptians to pinnacle the Eden to torture the Jews as very stark, so strong, and as very full yarn for so many years, was the far, and therefore, is the alle nixer geworden. Everybody was, and all of them was decreed. Even the one who fears, to be killed. Nobody was left over behind. Nobody was left over, because it wasn't for giving the animals, it was for that hatred with which they gave the animals. This was for the, all the years of that they enslaved and they tortured the Jews. This is the Rebbe explained now by Rashi says that from here we see from the fact that the punishment by Kriyas Yamsu was everybody died, so from here we see who really these Egyptians were. We can tell the Egyptians. In other words, we don't know this from the other Makkas. They weren't as totally wiped out, but here when they were wiped out, include everybody else, we see that these Egyptians were a different story. Yud, their meat is like moving that gosha. This also would also be understood the emphasis mikan from here, kosher shebemitzrayimarek, the fittest, the best of the Egyptians killed. But by the einish from kriyas yamsuf, because by the punishment of splitting the sea is not nitok in klorer barvais. Well, until until the punishment of the splitting of the seas, there's no clear proof as that also by the one who feared the word of Hashem is given the sin to Eden, the hatred and the evil to, to the Jews was in such a great measure 
as imzol kumen that they should deserve the far their the punishment of of kill them to lachmet al together with all the Egyptians up till this point we don't know from here we see since they were punished so severely together totally wiped out we know that they were full with hatred venom and everything that they did by giving the animals but we don't know it from before. Those were because by the previous Marcus, it's not evident yet. Those was by the Marcus. Oyser Deverum Borod. Besides Deverum Borod, Gifinimimit. We don't find. So the only time that we see that we see uh, that those who feared Hashem were protected was the Mark of Dever and the Mark of Borod. They could protect them. So, uh, but by the other ones, we don't find as the Yorizol Zayin Oizgitel from the Anderem Mitzrim that he should be distinguished from the other Egyptian. Is Raya, so that is not yet evidence. Nochkiraya, that doesn't prove yet, as there is from Zaynit Obgishtanen in Zerisino Rishus Suiden, that they did not have any less, that he was standing less in their hatred and evil to Jews. The fact that in many of the markets we don't find that distinction doesn't mean that uh, that they really hated them as, as much as they are. Because those plagues were not the greatest and the fullest of punishment for Misa of death. So then, would not require the greatest measure of evilness of the Egyptians. That can come as a punishment for a smaller measure of hatred and evilness. He also had a little bit. So, we don't know yet that he was fully the fact that he was punished, okay, because it wasn't such big punishment, so even for a little bit of hatred, which consisted of the, uh, which the Yore had, that would be sufficient. That's why he was also deserved that punishment of these Makas. Now, the one Maka that we have an issue, and the Rebbe explains also in the Haaris, so how come Taka the Ebishter distinguished them and Dever and Borod. Dever and Borod was also not the greatest of the Makis. And the Rebbe explained those that were the others that maybe killing the cattle sometimes is considered like killing them. But here the Rebbe is going to ask about Makas Bechiris. So how come by Makas Bechiris we still see that they weren't distinguished? And I feel that Makas Bechiris was he showing which was a death penalty, a penalty of death harig. Already explained as Loma Loku How come the firstborn of the maidservants? Uh, because they too enslaved them. They were happy in their troubles, this haste. That even if this is a punishment of death, but since it wasn't on the entire family, not if I claim a tale from the mishpacha, but a small portion, the bechayim of the mishpacha, if the bechayis, the firstborn, is not dafke for the fullest issues for the mitzrim, that doesn't come for the fullest of evilness of the Egyptian, the far, and therefore that an oich dibnei ashvoch is given mechlal demake. Also, the 
uh, sons of the Shvachas were included, even though they didn't. They were Shvachas, they were made servants themselves. But because they're happy, that was enough to give them. But, but it wasn't a full punishment. But where do we see Mikan, Davki Mikan? It's specifically from here. It was the Fanichtu for the Mitzrim by Kriyas Yamsu. The destruction, the destroying of the Egyptian by the Kriyas Yamsu is given. That was in an even in a way, there was not one that remained. So is So here we have a proof as even the one who feared Hashem, which was the kosher Shem which was the fittest of the Mitzrayim, was the good of the Mitzrayim, for Yenem Doer of that generation, is given under the Mitzrayim. He was the same, equal with all other Egyptians. In his fullest hatred and evilness to the Jews. And that's why it's also on this penalty of killing, he deserves the same thing. Basically, the Pasik tells us the fact that they get such a punishment, they're all killed, that's not getting it for the uh, bringing the animals, giving them, but it just tells us that the hatred of all of them, whether Yorid Varashem or not, was to such an extent that they deserved this penalty. And we don't know this from the previous Marcus. The Rebbe is going to bring out, so now we understand. We're talking specifically about the Mitzrim and that generation, those who chased, those who lost their lives over there. We're not talking about Mitzrim everywhere, as we will see further in Ois Yudalaf. See if Yudalaf. So the Rebbe says, like them. So now we also understand why the kosher of the Egyptian you have to kill. Rashi brings this. Why does Rashi bring this down? We have a problem in our Pasuk. We're talking about the Egyptians over here. For statement by Pastor, so it's self understood simply as kosher that who is the kosher Mitzrayim? Main the Mitzrayim. We're talking about the Egyptian of that generation. That's the discussion in this Pasik about. That those Egyptians, even the ones that were kosher amongst the Kumder Einish from Aroig, gets the punishment of Aroig for the above mentioned reason because they were hateful, they were uh, filled with venom. And they deserve that. But what about Egyptians? Other, We're not talking about that. About the Egyptians from other generations. Whether they were kosher or evil. Rashi never discussed it. But this is still going to be a problem. It seems like we're giving it a rule. But how does this fit that it's only for those mitzrim? The language that Rashi uses, from here he said, it appears as the is that this is something which we need to know for other places. So this needs to know that 
Why do you need to know for other generations those was their kosher in Yenem Doiri Zarek that the fit one about the Egyptians in that generation you should kill them. So what do we need? It it doesn't apply to any other Egyptian. And therefore, Rashi says it applies to a general concept that sometimes the entire and that will apply to the Nochash, the far bring the Rashi to the snake. The far bring the Rashi the Memshah for Reb Shimon's Maimer. Rashi brings the continuation of this saying of Reb Shimon that the best of the snakes crushes brain was the on Rashi points to it as the Nafkiminal Adoiris is needed in that the difference for the generation is not the idea of this idea that the best of the Egyptian you should kill itself nor a vifl but to the extent of their Indian, this idea, this concept, Lerentuns, teaches us as far as the rule, that this teaches us about the rule that the best of the snakes crush their mayach. It's very, very important we learn from here. And further to add, their fun, mekan, from here we also know as that if there is going to be someone they relating bad, their bad relation to Yidin would be in a way that you can refer this as a snake it's a kind of a snaky kind of a relation that is hates you like a snake and is muzik in them. Nochosh uh, means somebody who has been established. What is the, we find also? The word nochosh means that something that it's a continuous uh, way. Uh, sometimes we find uh, this in the advantage. We find it an advantage. We want to say. Uh, permanence, a nochas, shimshin vertongrufu nochas. Shimshin is referred to nochas, nochas alish fifain. And that refers to shimshin. That means, explain to how he grabbed the two pillars and all of them died and he was saved like the nochas. He brings it down. But that's, we see the nochas is a. Uh, Something which a person holds on to, it's, it's constant. So, if you're such a person who behaves like a snake, so then we would apply to him the rule as well of to point out, as in Rashi's, when Zayin Tamidim cite during the times of Rashi and his student, is given asach was given to There were many that were treating Jews in the way of a snake we actually we can see that in the lamentations that were written by Rashi and his students issue based the Rebbe is adding so what is the uh, teaching us more than we know from the Pasuk and, uh, and why do we use the Lashon of Moyach over here the, the Rashi is trying to tell us don't wait for the Nochash to come to attack you. In that Posik it says which basically means that 
while you can step with him with your foot, then you should chorosh. But we want to say no. As soon as you meet up with a nachash, you gotta take action and crush his call even before he has a chance to come to you. Yud base the mit is verstandig. This also gives us to understand. We will understand their oif to the novelty in the statement of Rabbi Shimon Toiv Shimon Choshim Ritzaytus Moichem crushes skull for the uh, his brain. As what 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 is the accomplishment? What is the novelty? Choch is a miklim afurish. Although it's a very clear verse, who Yishuv Chorosh that he will crush you by the head. From impossible, who Yishuv Chorosh v'atot shuven okay. From that verse that he will uh, crush your head and you will. Uh, Go after his heel, Vaisman Nor, dear you only know as Yeshuf Kharoish, that Yeshuf Kharoish is Farbundan, that is related when he's a Bavarnish, and that cautions to Atta to Shvena Okif. That he's gonna bite you on the on the on the heel. So Shmetran Mroish Fanochosh telling to to smither to smither the head of the Nochosh Dan at the time when it is when you are the Nochash is standing and he is ready to bite the Okev of the human, so at that point you crush him. But Rabbi Shima says, No, don't wait for that. Just as you find that in the culture of the Egyptian is Harug. You should kill them already because of their poisonous hatred to the Yidden. And not because they attacked the Yidden. As mentioned before, that's not why they were punished. They were punished for before, not for running of the Yidden. So likewise, it's also by the snake. Because the Eibishter had given, since the Eibishter had decreed given, that there is a hatred between the human and the snake. You need not wait, if you mention, till the snake is going to attack on the person. And then the person will crush your head. But as soon as you come in contact with a nochosh, crushes brain. Because even the best of the snakes. Is the same status as the kosher of the Egyptian, the parsha for Yenam Doir. Specifically, that Doir. He is your dangerous enemy. Basically, we're bringing down the second part of the, uh, the, the snake to, to tell us, teach us how we need to behave with a snake, and how do we need to behave with people that have the venom, the hatred like a snake, and to tell us more than the Pasek tells us, just to wait till they fight, but no, and like you see by the Mitzrim, don't wait till they come after you, but do it immediately because the hatred is there, and therefore it's going to end in a in a, way, in, a, in, in a way, so take action first. So while this is coming to teach, this extra example from the Nochash is coming to teach us what we mean when, what we need to learn 
from the Toiv Shebe Mitzrim to teach us, come to teach us how to deal. But we're actually, we're actually going to end up uh, learning about itself, teaching us about the Nochash. Then, Rashi brings from the fact that Rashi brings the conclusion of the words of Rab Shimon. We also understand more clearly the opening of the statement. Now we know that we're, what is meant when it says kosher of the Egyptian. Who are we talking about? Which Egyptian? That we're only talking about the generation of Egypt was mitzayer sina to Eden with their hatred to the Jews and as they given in the dogma to their sina fun anochosh to mention. They became like a hatred, just like a snake to the person. Ve'eva oshis. I should put put this hatred to goimer. So basically, we're bringing down the case of nochosh to tell you that we have to act very quickly against the Nochosh, even before he gets a chance to bite you. But from the fact that we're saying this about the Nochosh, we're also understanding now the point that the Mitzrayim, that they did it, were similar to the Nochosh, and they deserve the death penalty. And why we say that we should kill them is because of their action, because of their venomous hatred to the Jewish people. Oh, Noishid Gimel, the Rebbe specifically explains why Rashi uses the word Moichai instead of Reishai. And this has to do that this is all a, uh, an explanation that that generation of uh, Mitzrayim, why were there such hatred? And what did it come? It came from this idea, this which involved the Moich, and that's why Ritzayt's Moichai, because it's the plotting, it's the mind that hatred that brought about this type of uh, atrocities against the Bnei Yisrael and Mitzrayim. You'd give them. What is actually the reason that it's just then there was such an exceptional generation that the Mitzrim were all full with them and hatred against Yid. If them is Rashi, Medayik, Arab to bring them Loshan, this for Rashi specifically brings down the language for Mechilta so it's crushed this skull. As we said before, that it's coming to to teach to deal with the Nechoshim, but it's also telling us something about our case, about the Mitzrim. We're learning something about here. Just by the snake is the Siba to the Gezeit of Eva Oshis Goimer. Why is the decree that I will make this hatred is given? Goimer the Nochosh was sly. Moichoy that had to do with his brain. As a result of this, is the sin of the Eitzadas came about. So also the hatred of the Egyptian. So we're learning it about the Egyptian. It had its separate reason. And that's why it was an unim, 
cannot equate this hatred anywhere. This, why was it? In them was Parad Gizok because Parad said, Let us contemplate in how fine ways, Chokma, how to do harm to them. They should all be sly, they should all come up with this idea. That led to the difficulty of the enslavement, the Inui from Bnei Yisrael, and the torture of the Bnei Yisrael. Why do you have to destroy the Nachash? It's because of the brain, that he convinced him. That brought about the hatred because he caused Chavah to sin. And Odo, so is also the fittest of the Egyptians. Still kill them. That came because of their sly over uh, trying to find the way, the ideas. That led to the difficulty of the enslavement and the torture of, of Mitzrayim. And now the Rebbe is going to explain why Rashi brings down the author's name, Rabbi Shimon, for this statement, because Rabbi Shimon learns the reason for Pesukim. He always explains, that's how we know that these are the reasons for killing them, the Egyptians, that Hashem killed all of them, was because of the hatred, and it wasn't just some sort of a decree. Because that's Reb Shimon's style. He always looks for the reason for the Pasuk. Yudalik. There is, however, a question remain on the general explanation. How do we have evidence? That this, that they also killed the one, the fittest of the good ones among the Egyptians. It was because of theirs. Each one's hatred and evilness. Maybe there's some sort of a decree for Nebuchadnezzar on that Tamgoli. Maybe we don't have a, a clear reason. The Farbring Trasher of the Nom from Bala Memre, that's where Rashi brings the name of the author of Shimon. But Rab Shimon is there was his daughter's time at the Kro. He usually gives the reason for the Psukim. So he goes by his view, gives you the reason. Why did they actually kill them? We're not going to say just a decree, we're going to give a reason. The reason is because they were evil. They were like the snake. They had the venom, and that tells us Mikan that this is what this is who they were at that that particular generation. They were nishakmo, just like the Nochosh was Orem. They were nishakmo. That's why they were the worst, uncomparable generation. Their hatred to So now, if this is such a simple explanation as we explained, talking about the Mitzrim, those Mitzrim. So how come in old generations when the rabbis debated, they didn't bring this up? And the Rebbe said, this is in Rashi's language, but the general language, when it says Mikan from here, that doesn't really uh, fit into this explanation. It seems like talking about all the times. Like them is moving, so according to this, we understand. In all the debates, as it relates to the statement of Rav Shimon, Vidermont, as mentioned earlier, they couldn't use this explanation. The above said explanation is very absolutely simple. 
as his over masim nor in Pirush Rashi. This is only fits in Rashi's commentary. Bile number one. Allah Rashi's oisun to mefarish zayin nor pshut shemikra. Rashi's intention, his objective is to explain only the simple meaning of the pasuk, nor them pasuk, only the verse evachanashteltzach on which he is placing himself. He wants to explain this pasuk under far. And therefore, is in Pirush Rashi in Rashi's commentary that Taich from Kosher should be Mitzrayim? What is the meaning in Rashi the Kosher Mitzrayim? The Mitzrayim Vacha, Vengavacha, Sletzich in them Posik, talking about the Mitzrayim of this verse. Number two, based in Pirush Rashi, Kum Tevshub and Nechoshim Ritzetzet Smechay. In Rashi, this, the best of the snake to cross the head, comes as a Hemshech to Kosher should be Mitzrayim Arug. Those who fit upon the Egyptian skill was the far vert oich tovshe ben choshim chulu abgilan mikan. That's why we also learn it mikan also for that. So there is like both of them come as a result from our case. Bemele is das oich aichochan gili das. So that proves to us and tells us as koshish be mitzrayim arig main blois di mitzrayim v'yenam derkinal. So therefore, this is a proof and shows that. When we said the Koshev of Mitzrayim Arug, we're only talking about the Egyptian Yenam Doer, that generation, as mentioned earlier, because it's compared to the snake, just like the snake is the women. That's why it was only in that time. So therefore, these two reasons make Rashi different that we can understand that Mikan, that when Rashi talking Mitzrayim, he's talking about those Egyptians. But when we discuss Reb Shimon's statement, as it's brought down, or others, is in a signal in Stami. The language over there is in a general uh, style. It says, Reb Shimon Bar Yechoi said, the best of the Akum of the Goyim Haroik kill Hatoiv Shemenachoshim." Uh, the best of the snakes uh, crushed their brain and the most kosher of the woman is a master of sorcery and then you can't explain that we're talking about those Egyptians he doesn't talk about a specific uh, generation, a specific category from Goyim, other Mitzrim. He's not talking about that. And in addition to them, Oich. So, but basically, what the Rebbe said before, in the Mesech uh, Tzofrim, the second, the Atoiv follows, but it's not like Mikan. Mikan combines in Rashi the both statements. So we know they go together, so we know that it's like a that also the Kosher uh, Mitzrayim has to do with the Nochash, the similar style. But over here, it's just a uh, two separate uh, uh, points over here. So it doesn't show one another. So therefore, we assume that the we have to learn that the meaning from Tevshim Mitzri means general, uh, all Mitzri. And there's another point the Rebbe makes, because there's a third uh, scenario there, which is the scenario that the Gemara, that the Sechta Sefer makes down, and Rashi doesn't. Which is about the uh, about Kshedish Benoshim Balas Kshofim. And that, that definitely doesn't apply to anything of specifically uh, uh, special, uh, it's a general category. So therefore, the, 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 the Nochosh and the Bitzrim is talking about general. 
oich as Rebbe says vibald as do be mesechte seifim chulu kum tzu adriter fal mesechte seifim there is a comes a third case achshere shemenoshim balas kshofim but achshere is a balas kshofim was hot ke shaykes ni tzu atoyf shemakum chulu this is not connected to the uh, when the best of the akum darf mezogun so they will have to say as yede einer from the dry bobes is a besunder inyan for zich. So we have to say that these three cases is each one is a separate case. Akshere shebenoshim chulu a the fit of the woman that's a hero that's an instruction a lesson in shaykes midet tevah benoshim as 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 the connection as the nature of women. Atev shebenachoshim chulu the best of the snakes like the tevah benachoshim. That's the nature of snakes. Umbeida and both of these two, they have nothing to do with any specific generation. It talks about the nature. When we talk about this is an instruction for all time in the nature of Nagoya. That's why they couldn't answer this simple answer like Rashi answers that we're talking about the mitzvah of that generation. So the Rebbe in Zayin is going to say that we can learn a halachic idea from this Rashi as well. We get as we spoke about many times. That from Rashi on the Torah we can derive become of become in many many places. Also, matters and negeya that are. Connected the chelik, the chelik halochish in the Torah with the halochic portion of the Torah. So from this Rashi, we're going to see what is the approach to anochosh. Vegn azev chulu v'anochosh zokter abelazer in Sanhedrin with regards to a wolf and a snake, etc. And a snake zokter abelazer in Sanhedrin. And the Gemara Sanhedrin says that kol hakoidem lahargom zocha. The one who comes first to kill them merits, which means that they need to be killed. Now, in the Gemara, there is a machloikis, unindem, between Rabbi Yechon and Shlokish. Unindem is the aplukta. Here they have a disagreement between Rabbi Yechon and Shlokish. Vegunazev chuluvanochosh. Uh, with regards to the wolf, the snake, Zokter Abelazir in Sanhedrin, during Sanhedrin, he says, Kol one who comes first to kill them is the merits. You don't need a court of 23 judges, Kidasa Tanakama, as the opinion of the, the view of the Tanakama, but anybody can take the law in their hands and Kill the wolf and the snake. When in them is the aplukta, but here there is an argument between Rabbi Yechon and Rishlokish between Rabbi Yechon and Rishlokish. Rishlokish halt. Rishlokish's view is a dosis gizogivorn. That when is this said that you can just go ahead and kill without a based in? Nor when the nochos of gitoita mentioned. It's only if the snake has killed a person. Was damut kumtimisa? Then he deserves death. Darf menishtev dem kimbest, and then you don't need a court. Viasfadetzich by a shervechulu by an ox. It requires you have to bring the owner, and the ox of the eye and the ox to bestin. And over here you can just kill him without bringing to bestin. The view of uh, Rabbi Lozer. 
But if the snake has not killed the person, so the view of Rish Lokish is torment and Nochish Nish Harginen. You're not allowed to kill him. But Rabbi Yechonon Halp, Rabbi Yechonon's view is Azafa Pishloimisu. That even if they didn't kill Zokman Oich, you still say Kolakoidin Lhorgum Zocha. One who kills them first, it merits. While Ein Lohem Tarbus. There's no domestication of these animals. There's nothing you can do to uh, change can't domestic, and therefore they're always a danger, and therefore uh, you can kill them. So, according to Rabbi Yechonon, in any case, Rabbi Lazar hold you can kill them. According to the Shlokish, only if they kill the person. So, in Rashi, we see that Rashi accepts the view of Rabbi Yechonon. As Rashi translates in this simple meaning of the verse, as that where do we learn about the best of the snakes that you have to crush is from Kosher Shebim Mitzrayim Haroig, like from the fact that even the best of the Egyptian killed. And the words of Rashi and the Torah need to first, first and foremost, they need to be translated literally. So what does it have to come? Aleph, number one. That you don't need a uh, a court case. You don't need a uh, uh, come to base to kill the snake. Just like we didn't judge every Egyptian separately. Uh, so that fits with the opinion of Reishla, of Rabbi Lozer. If you had taken them to the uh, to the court, if they judge, the based in judges, then they have to try to save. You have to find some sort of a merit for the person being judged, or the for the animals to be killed. But over here, there was no basin, there was nothing, and even those that feared uh, the word of Hashem, and they did shelter their, during the plague, their animals, uh, still, they were destroyed without any uh, uh, exceptions. So we see, you know, the Gzeda Kloya, that this decree for annihilation that encompassed all Egypt, together in one defined and one measure, everybody together, all together. So, this is first of all points to the view of Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar holds that you don't need a court. But number two, we also see like Rabbi Yechanan, that you, even when they have not killed, uh, you're still going to kill them. Even a good one of these snakes, you should uh, crush their head. Just like by the kosher of the Mitzrayim kill, was is given need to live there, Muhammad Eden. That wasn't because of the war of the Jews. Well, the Rebbe proved that before. That was the point of the Sikha, that the reason why they were punished was because of their hatred, their inherited Mitzrayim. They for, for, their, for their hatred to Jews. So that is over there 
applies to killing the snake as well. And Gimel, the third point is Adosis Alts is not Bishaikas to Anochosh. This is all as it associates with a snake. So Anochosh was if Im is Dodi Gizero, Veeva, Oshis, Ben Ho, Ben Gemer. This inherent hatred between man and the snake, Mashenkim, Andre Balchaim, as opposed to other animals, Kemenzogon, we are able to say, as Yeshlam Tarbus, that they do have a way of domesticating them and to bring them into into line and therefore this allowance would not apply to them and the rabbi learns a lesson in the person's life in the service to hashem uh, that um, you know sometimes you have your own snake who um, pretends to make peace with you so we say no the best of the snakes you gotta crush their their brains and not uh, provide any uh, peace and uh, work with them. The Heiroa, you sign, the Heiroa from them for Yedni is an Aveda Protis. The lesson from this for each one in their specific service, Chazal Zogun, our sages blessed memory, say as Nochosh do Yetzir Hor. The Nochosh is the Yetzir Hor. Unamol is do Afrumer Yetzir Hor. Sometimes the Yetzir Hor, the evil inclination, is a religious one. Atoiv Shebin Nochoshim. He's good among the snake. Ertainet, his argument is the nochos the yitzhara, as I will machen sholem mitn yitzhar toiv. He wants to make peace with the good inclination. Make a compromise. Ervet laws in the midn learn and toiv of chulu bisman toiv of chulu. He will allow for the Jew to study Torah during the time that he studies Torah. Under yitzhar toiv, but on the other hand, he wants the Yetzer Toy should give in a little. Should allow him to uh, pleasure himself a little bit. In his desires, during the eating times, then he should give in to the Yetzer. So says, The best of the snakes, you gotta crush their brain. You're not allowed to make peace with the Yitzhah. That is Anochosh, because he's a snake. When Hodir finds and he hates you, no matter how he disguises himself. And the fact that he's ready to compromise and give in to you on several, several things, that's the trick of the Yitzhah. So even when he tells him to do so, it is the trick. Uh, he says, I'm willing for you to learn Torah. That's maskim. But that leads eventually to lomocharem lovedezor. And the far is the eighth of the two. So what is the advice for this? Crush his brain. You need to smither his brain, the armumis with tachbulus in the Yitzhara, which means the slyness, the trickery of the Yitzhara. Then, Nochanin in them, there's another aspect in this, another idea, says, you do what their deek in the state, it's known, the emphasis in what it says, you should, the effort of your hands, you should eat. As the Yigiyah funa'idin, in Iskiyar Parnose, that the effort of a Yid in the occupation of Parnose, should only be with his hands. That's with the power of action. But his head, 
seichel shemamoyach the head, the the intellect and the brain, darf alamol zayin full mitorim v'chulon needs to always be filled with torah. Thus, main to the tzitzis moicha. This is what is meant. Crushes brain. Medaf to brechem the moich from yitzhara. You need to break the brain of the yitzhara. Kedai the moich shall zayin ganzen ibrigem to torah v'kedusha, so that the mind should be entirely devoted to torah and holiness. And through them, through this, was in Zayin Mekayim Eros Razal that they fulfill the instruction of our sages of blessed memory. Toivshiv and Choshim the Tzitzit Moichah that the best of the snakes crush their brain in Meshach Zman Hagolus during the duration of the time that we are in exile. Un is Manzoicha so then we merit to them Kima Yud to the fulfillment of the promise from Gam Oivov Yashlim Imay also his enemies it's written about the times in Mishle in the times of Mashiach that also the enemies make peace. Uh, that the snake, the snake himself, will make uh, peace eventually, which means that he too will be turned around. That he will make peace with him. And Purim and Shabbos Parshas Tiso in the year Tovshin Chovtas.